Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 38 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of November 12th, 2018. I'm your host, Scott, here with my co-host, Mallory. Mallory, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? You know, I'm doing okay. We made it through Halloween, and now we're on to Thanksgiving. Best holiday. It is the best holiday. This is like my favorite time of the year. It's like I know. The leaves are turning colors. They're all falling off the, le- off the trees. However, I don't like having to clean that up. But it's uh, the weather's nice. We you know we open the windows a little bit at night. Wake up frozen, but you know it's nice. We like it. It's a good frozen. It really is. It, it, it I don't know. It kind of feels good. I know we've talked before. Like one of my favorite things is getting into bed with like really cold sheets, and it drives oh, my, it drives my wife nuts. So I will I will sometimes if she's out like doing whatever on the couch, I'll sneak into the bedroom and open the window, especially when it's really cold at night, and I'll pull down the covers and I get the sheets really really cold. <laughs> That is the best. <laughs> and Target has some really good sheets that say nice and crisp and cool. Mm, nice. Because nice, that's nice. one of my requirements for all summer or, you know, hot sleeping time is we got to have cold sheets. Cold sheets. No <laughs> no flannels. Got to be the nice cold sheets. Nice. Oh, flannel sheets in the summer. I mean, uh. forget it. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> you become just a big puddle of sweat, man. I just, I'm just awake all night long mad at the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> forget it. <laughs> Did you guys have a good Halloween? We did. Um, it, I'm, I'm pumped about Thanksgiving, though, because there's no pressure about gifts. And you just get to eat fatty food and hang out. And then there's football, if you care about that. Yep. And there's just chilling and there's naps. And I love it. Amen. It's the best. Oh, amen to that. That's that's like tradition in my house. It's All the men seem to fall asleep on the couch. It's hilarious. Uh, because we, I don't know. I don't know why it's just the men. The women, they seem to, they go in the other room, they play board games and all that, but like the rest of us will eat and eat and eat. We sit down in front of a football game and within 10 minutes we're all asleep. (laughs) There's nothing better than the Thanksgiving nap. There isn't. I hear you. Uh, Okay. So speaking of Thanksgiving and food, uh, it's going to be a food kind of episode. Tonight we are doing Progressive Dinner Epcot Edition. You have you ever gone to a real progressive dinner? I have not. Me neither. I never get invited to stuff like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I assume the listeners know what we're talking about. Uh, progressive dinners are usually in within a neighborhood or, um, I don't know, if you're involved in some sort of association or church group or something where you have several houses that prepare one portion of the dinner. 
and you would go to one house and have your appetizer the next house maybe have a cocktail the next house you'd have an entree and and that way you get to experience different groups of people and um not every not one person has to prepare everything you get to divide responsibilities so i mean that would be so cool if i knew people who did that <laughs> oh i agree it's like a mobile potluck i like it yeah I, and I, I, I guess it's best that I don't know people who want to do that just because I'm so weird about potlucks. Like I love <laughs> the idea of them, but when I get there, if I don't know everybody there, I just assume everyone has cats in their mixers and <laughs> we've got animals crawling on countertops and they're just, you know, lighting up cigarettes and smoking into the broccoli casserole or whatever. And I'm like, nah, you know, I'm going to pass on that. I'm good. <laughs> Like I don't, I know my hygiene, but I don't know everyone else's. Sure, sure. <laughs> so yeah, so speaking of that, so then what we're gonna do is kind of go around Epcot, and we're gonna pick out an appetizer from one place, an entree from one place, a beverage, and then a dessert, all from unique locations. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. However, kind of putting this list together was difficult because there's so much great food. There is a lot of great food, especially in Epcot. It it's easy and it's hard to choose at Epcot because you have a lot of choices but then you get paralysis by analysis <laughs> oh yeah i mean we could do this episode 10 times and have diff 10 different 10 different lists very easily oh definitely and i don't know if there's going to be crossover i purposefully did not choose something that i think you might choose but uh, we'll see how it goes and i purposely didn't choose something you might choose so maybe we both moved away and <laughs> chose the same thing. Out on it. Oh, that's great. Nobody got it. <laughs> no, it's okay. right. I, I I have runner-ups. I definitely have runner-ups. So. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we'll start with the appetizer. Where are you going with an appetizer? Okay. Um, for my appetizer, I am actually going somewhere that I think you might go as well, but we'll see. I am going to the Canada Pavilion, to La Cellier, and I'm partaking in the cheddar cheese soup and pretzel bread oh my god so i had a feeling you might choose that one so i put that one down as my runner up oh so nice. it's a great choice i mean that is that is just knockout food right there right that pretzel bread i mean i have dreams about that and <laughs> they bring out that huge pad of butter with the salt on top and you just you can enjoy the cheddar cheese soup without the pretzel bread, but once you get to the end and you just like get your pretzel bread all soggy and slap it up, it's so good. Oh yeah, you got to dip. I'm a huge dipper. I can't eat soup without dipping something into it, or like spaghetti sauce or something like that. You got to dip some that... sort of carb that we have to get near the soup. Oh yeah, and that pretzel bread is oh my god, I, that could be a meal. Just bring me out unlimited pretzel bread and cheddar cheese soup. I know. I try to recreate that at home it's just not the same no it's not okay so tell for, me what your app is well i don't have the cheddar cheese soup and i thought about this long and hard and one of the things i love to eat as an appetizer especially when i go to like mexican places uh, we'll go to la cava i like to have chips with queso guacamole salsa type stuff <laughs> shut up oh yeah <laughs> because that's my runner up right. ah, see that's beautiful <laughs> Yeah, I love this kind of appetizer uh, when I go to eat uh, here or really anywhere. Um, chips and salsa, again, it's it's carbs and it's some sort of liquid type substance um, and it, there's dipping involved. I don't know, that's a exactly. 
you got to have some dipping. Yes. Sauces. <laughs> so, and I don't care what it is. Hot salsa, guacamole, you give it to me. If I can dip a chip in it and it's good, I'm going to eat it. And this is, yeah, that's my appetizer, my go-to appetizer. Their queso there is fabulous, too. Ah, oh, I love it. We are both eating just mega amounts of dairy for our appetizers. I mean, I just felt my belt get tighter just now. <laughs> we're gonna assume that we remain hungry for the rest of it and we're gonna enjoy the other courses <laughs> oh yeah this is 100 percent guilt-free right now <laughs> yeah calorie-free guilt-free only fun only food only love so i don't know what to do next should we do beverage next sure sure what are we gonna wash our apps down with yeah that's a good question well, I can start. For me, um, I mean, I'm a simple guy. Um, I'm going to go to Beer Garden and grab some beer. I'm going to grab the, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this, the Schofer Hofer Pink Grapefruit Hefeweizen. Is it, is it Schofer Hofer or Schofer Hofer? I have no idea. I don't know. They sell it at Publix sometimes. I don't speak German. I don't know. But it's, it's the, the pink grape, grape. It's the grapefruit yeah, beer, right? Yeah, the grapefruit hefeweizen. Yeah, it's you know they they take the hefeweizen, they add grapefruit juice. It is just fresh and refreshing and yummy and su- a little bit sweet. It's nice. It's a really, really nice flavor. So if you if you like beer, you know you grab a liter or two of that and you're ready to go. That's a good choice. I know a lot of people who seek that out when they're in Epcot. Um, okay, I had to go with a very refreshing beverage as well. And this one is actually non-alcoholic. I don't know if I've talked about this before on the show. But it is in the China Pavilion at the Joy of Tea kiosk. Mm-hmm. It's the Strawberry Oolong Tea Smoothie. Ooh. It is incredible. <laughs> it is so refreshing. It's, you know, iced. So it's nice and cold. It's got the strawberry in there, but it's not incredibly sweet. And if you like oolong tea, I think you'll love it. Love this drink. I am writing this one down now for my trip. That sounds delicious. Yes. They have a strawberry oolong tea and they have a mango green tea. So it really depends on what fruity flavor you'd like. But I... I mean, I love both, but I, I really like the strawberry oolong one. Yeah, the strawberry one sounds more appealing to me. Uh, I'm not much of a mango person. You're so, not a mango person? Not much of a mango person. I'll eat it now and again, especially if it's mixed in with other stuff. But uh, I mean, I like mangoes, like actual mangoes. Okay, yeah. Uh, like a mango chutney. Oh, so good. Oh, that sounds good. Did you have any secondary drinks? I mean, I have other favorites that I like around World Showcase. What do you have? Well, I have the one that you... I think this is the one that we tried when you... That you recommended was the Grand Manier and Grey Goose slushy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had that one as my second. We really enjoyed that one as well. Or I really enjoyed that one. Which one? There's a there's the orange one and the lemon one. Oh, it was you... the, the orange, the citrus, orange citrus one. Okay. Yeah. That was the first one I tried. And then I tried the Citron, and I actually prefer that one because I think it might be a little bit more tart. Yeah, my wife likes that one more. She likes the lemonish type, that tartness. Yeah, it wasn't. I like the the orange. But, uh, That's great. You can 
Get both and share. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, I mean, this is the we got a big meal coming up now. We got empty stomachs and a big meal. What are you What are you looking at for the entree? I'm actually. I'll I'll pass you. As I walk from Canada, I'm walking toward the Mexico Pavilion, and I'm having a dish that I eat at San Angelian every time, mm. and it's called uh, pollo a las rajas. Don't know what that stands for. Probably like chicken and peppers or something like that, <laughs> um, because that's what it is. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's chicken with some sweet red and yellow bell peppers grilled onions, um, a creamy cheese sauce with grilled corn over rice with queso fresco sprinkled on top. It is incredible. (laughs) It's straight up, you know, rice. It's basically arroz con pollo, but there's some peppers involved and it's just the ingredients are probably a little bit more fresh than what you experience at a Tex-Mex place. Sure. But it's creamy it's delicious it's filling and if you go at lunch especially it's not that expensive so i'm a fan and i get that every time i eat there that sounds absolutely delicious i've never had that meal wow yeah uh i looked up the recipe and i made it at home once because i loved it so much how did it turn out okay i mean it was good Nice. There's nothing like someone else preparing it for you, though. You is know? there so there's peppers and whatnot in there? Is it very spicy, or are they pretty mild? No. I mean, the, there's some spice. There's a little bit of kick to it, but it's not like you're eating and you're crying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, uh, as you're passing me in in Mexico, I'm heading towards Canada and I'm heading to La Celia to eat their filet mignon cooked medium rare. <laughs> that's what I, that's why I think yeah. that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, it's, it's, it's steak, it's filet mignon, it's, it's, you know, it's delicious stuff. It's, you know, triple A Canadian beef uh, that's served, you know, on top of mushroom risotto, which is always cooked to perfection with some asparagus relish and, and a truffle butter sauce to die for. It's I've eaten there probably a half a dozen times over the years and had this same meal and I've never had my piece of meat cooked incorrectly. And uh, I get a little weird about my meat. I When I say medium rare, I want it to be medium rare. I don't like overcooked meat and I don't like, you know, meat that's still mooing. Um, I like it just on the other side of mooing <laughs> so I can taste it. And uh, <laughs> they've done it right every time. And so, uh, you know, that coupled with, with the risotto, the risotto is just delicious. It's probably, the, I think it's the only place I've ever had risotto is there. Um, and the, the first time I ever knew what risotto was, was from there. Uh, and the, uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. I knew it from the Hell's Kitchen show with Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I ate risotto and then, yeah, started watching that show. And then that, that, that's like his signature disc, his yes. signature dish to swear at people with. <laughs> yeah. Um, risotto and scallops. The scallops. Oh, my gosh. The Those rubbery. are always the ones that people screwed up. <laughs> and he would always get so mad at people. And he called it risotto. The risotto is too wet and the the, the scallops are too rubbery. (laughs) It is. I mean, it it does have to be. Well, pasta in general and rice, if you you don't get the texture right, it ruins the whole dish. And there's always people that, you know, would oversalt it and undersalt it. You know, (laughs) he was always so mad about the risotto. It's a big deal. 
Gotta get and it it's right. always good at La Cellier. It is. Like I said, I've had it probably half a dozen times and I've not been disappointed once. I love it. Back in the day, many moons ago, they served it with cream cheese mashed potatoes. And they were the best thing I've ever had in my life. That and that's another cool. thing that I grabbed the recipe for on the line. And I prepare that at home. Uh, creamiest, best mashed potatoes ever. I, I like the risotto too. But I truly miss that. Oh, that sounds good. Mashed potatoes. Well, maybe they'll go back to it someday. I just googled Rajas. And it looks like it means chili strips. Oh. So, I think that's chili peppers cut into strips, maybe? Yeah, probably. I don't know. There's poblano peppers in it, too. Sounds delicious. Um, Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know it's delicious. <laughs> that's all that matters. Is, is long, if it makes your stomach happy, then it's good. Uh, I've got to gotta have that Le Cellier filet again sometime soon. It's the best. It's... I haven't been in like three years. Wow, you gotta go. It's the best. You've been more often than I have. I, I, yeah, <laughs> and I, I may go again. No, I don't think I'm going this trip. I don't have any dining plans this trip. No, I have one <gasps> dining plan you this don't? trip. I have one dining plan this trip. I'm not being told what it is. I'm told I was told no. Yes, I have one plan that my friend set up. So I, I haven't set anything else up. I just gonna. I hope wing it's it. your garden. Yeah, I'm just gonna wing it. Um, <laughs> I could always, you know, figure it out. But yeah, I'd love to go to Beer Garden again. I did that once, and I had so much fun. It was it's so such cool, such good food. Okay, so we've had our appetizer. We had a refreshing beverage. We had a giant entree, and now on to the fun part—the dessert. The dessert. There's so many desserts. This was so hard. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I actually chose a dessert that I've never had before, but I want to really bad. Okay. <laughs> and the reason why I haven't had this is because I haven't dined at this restaurant because it's so fancy and expensive. And it's um, Monsieur Paul in the France Pavilion. Uh-huh. They have a dessert there, and it is a milk chocolate sphere. And I will let you know what the description of it is. Chocolate almond cake, praline and chocolate cream, light hazelnut biscuit with chocolate ice cream, warm chocolate, and cognac sauce. Whoa. <laughs> I'm dizzy just hearing that. <laughs> I know. They bring out this sphere of milk chocolate with all this junk inside, and then they, the server drizzles warm chocolate sauce over the sphere, and the sphere melts, and it's hollow with the almond cake on the inside. Oh, my goodness. Right? Wow. I I mean I watch YouTube videos of people doing this of drizzling the chocolate sauce, just dreaming about that dessert. That's just like <laughs> super just like, fancy. So, I know it's so fancy, but there's like 14 types of chocolate stuff in it, and I know I'd like that. <laughs> right? You can't go wrong with chocolate. I mean, literally, you're le- you're reading off the ingredients, and I just I was getting dizzy. It's just it's so much, but it sounds so good. Oh, hazelnut biscuit, chocolate ice cream is served with it. It's definitely something that I would want to share with someone else because it sounds mega rich. But just for the experiencing of ordering that and then presenting it to you and it just looks so beautiful and then you get to indulge in all the chocolates of the world. 
That's yes. just, uh, sign me up. So why would you want to share that? I wouldn't share it. I know, right? <laughs> Get your own. It's like, uh, two, please. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I had a lot of desserts that I wanted to choose from, but I want to hear what you chose. Well, I'm not nearly as fancy, and I'm super, super... Uh, again, back to the plate. I mean, chips and salsa, a steak, a beer, and to, to, to sort of top it all off, I just want a big, giant piece of school bread. That's Love. A, that's that's a runner-up for me, too. Oh, man. I, so I, the first time I had it was on my last trip, and we got it, and then we had to wait in line for the frozen ride, and my daughter and I split it, and I really wish I got her her own, and I got my own, because I didn't want Same. to split it after I started eating it. It is I know the most delicious thing in the world. The vanilla custard inside is just so tasty, and there's coconut, and there's the bread. It's just, wow. I, Hint yeah. of cinnamon. Like, nothing is too much about it. That's what I love. It's not too sweet. It's not too rich. And it's just the perfect breakfast treat, especially. It is. And the fact that I ate it standing in a line, like, I could imagine myself sitting at a, in a restaurant at a table, like, this is my dessert. Like, this is what I would be eating. Yeah, oh, know. yeah. It's but just, I want two. But I, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody's going to eat some of the first one. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that is that is my top pick. I just I absolutely fell in love with that, and I'm when I'm back there in a few weeks, that is one of the things I'm getting uh, immediately. Is another. Oh yeah, and thing, it's not super expensive either, so you can afford to get to. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and I'm not going with my kids this time, so it'll be one for now and one for later. <laughs> mine, it's all mine. That is the most fun thing ever to do is to get a treat to go when you're heading out of whatever park you're in for sure and have it in the room later or for breakfast you feel like you're cheating the system although we, there's nothing cheating about it but you're like ha i'm having school bread in my room right or you're having a matterhorn macaron at, at, at home at home i know it still makes me want to cry i was so happy <laughs> I, it. I was like oh it's there it's here i brought disneyland home that's the best ever I know. Um, I actually have brought some treats from Epcot home before. School oh. bread, no, because it needs to stay refrigerated. Yeah. But th- this was honorable mention for me. Basically everything at Caramel Kusha. Mm. The warm caramel popcorn. And one of my most favorites is the caramel filled chocolate cookie. Oh, my goodness. What? Whoa. Have you had this? No. I didn't know it existed. It's incredible. It's like a dark chocolate cookie, and there's like a pillow of caramel inside it, and then they drizzle caramel on top. Oh, my. I know. It's ridiculous. I have to go find that. My family tried to make fun of me for getting those, so I got an extra one, and they were like, this is amazing, and they ate it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was telling you. They're really, really good. I mean, they got everything caramel in there, if I remember correctly. They have like caramel toffee, caramel brownies, caramel cheesecakes. They have like fleur de sel caramels, truffles, Rice Krispie treats dipped in caramel, (laughs) s'mores. I like the s'mores ones too, where it's like a, it's like graham cracker and marshmallow, then caramel inside, and then they dip the whole thing in chocolate. Oh. I know. I know. Oh my goodness, that's just a sugar rush. 
It is. But I love that place. It's a tummy ache, but I'll try it anyway. Any others on your honorable mention list? Yeah, I had the, the mousse au chocolat at Le Haas Bolnier Patisserie. I can never say that last word. Patisserie? I like the, cho- I like the chocolate mousse there a lot. Yeah. Um, we had. Do they still make the chocolate mousse mousse in the Le Cellier? I don't even know. Oh, it's a great question. I don't know. It was an actual, it was chocolate mousse in the shape of a mousse. Oh, man, and that's a great question. The antlers were cookies. Yeah, I don't know. We I, we definitely didn't do it last time we were there, and I don't think I've ever done that. So, no, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question, though. But when you say that, it reminds me of some reason for, like, national the Chevy Chase National Lampoon's, <laughs> like, the holiday one where he's walking around with, like, the deer yeah. cup with the eggnog. For, that was the first thing that went to my head when you said that. Oh, straight up. <laughs> Uncle Eddie's drinking the eggnog. <laughs> And he's got the the black dicky underneath the white sweater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, is he uncle? He's cousin Eddie, isn't he? He's cousin. cousin Eddie. Oh god, he's Good hilarious. Old cousin Eddie. Do you have any other desserts? The macaron sandwich from Lardisons de Gloss. That's a fabulous one. You can pick whatever seasonal ice cream they have, or vanilla, or whatever floats your boat. That comes as a snack credit, and it's giant. It's a big cookie sandwich with is it ice like cream. Made for more than one person to eat. Uh, not for not in my eyes, but probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think our eyes are pretty similar, so uh, I won't share. <laughs> well, I don't want to share. <laughs> At the Food and Wine Festival, they usually have some sort of creme brulee in the France Pavilion too, mm-hmm. and I will eat creme brulee anywhere. Any day, any time. And I had a chocolate one last year that was super good. Ooh, yummy. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. I had a, at La Celia last time we were there, I had a cheesecake. It was like a berry cheesecake that was really delicious. I think it was blueberry. It might have been a blueberry cheesecake. It was really, really good. I can't think of a place where I've even ordered cheesecake in Walt Disney World because I'm so picky about cheesecake. <laughs> They usually do chocolate right, though. Oh, cronuts are excellent in Epcot as a dessert. There's a lot of dessert options. Have you had any? So one of the things when I was kind of like doing a little research and looking at what's around and trying to remember the things I've had, one of the things I heard a lot of people talk about were the cupcakes at Sunshine Seasons. Have you had any of those? They're similar to the cupcakes that they sell all around property. Okay. And Nothing. some of them are very good, and some of them are meh to me. Gotcha. Kind of depends on the flavor. They have a red velvet cake one there that's really good, and they also make it in whoopie pie form. <laughs> and uh, those are both good in Epcot. All the resorts tend to have some sort of specialty cupcake, and they started selling them with these like flavor syringes. Have you seen those? No. Like oh, a, yeah, yeah. I've seen, uh, I read a couple articles about those from some of the different blogs. Yeah. They pick, you know, they just sort of pick a dessert trend every few years. And that's the new one is the little flavor sh- syringe that you shoot in. <laughs> you shoot some fad. sort of liquid into the, into the cupcakes. Yeah. Eh, I'm not sure. Eh. I I'm picky about cupcakes too. So am I. Super picky. I love a good cupcake. It's like one of my favorite desserts, but they've got to be 
it's it's got to be moist. If there's stuff inside, it's got to be creamy, and then like the icing has to be is top notch. Not too sugary. I don't want the lard, the Crisco icing either. I want buttercream. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. And if it's obviously if it's carrot cake or if it's uh, red velvet cake, it's got to be cream cheese frosting. Don't throw buttercream on there. That's not even that's not red velvet cake. It's not. No, absolutely, it's not. I know, man. We know. We know what we're talking about. We do. <laughs> I'm gonna eat so much this trip. Oh my god. <laughs> See, when I go with my with when I go with my family, they're not huge on food, so I don't. We tend not to go into some of these places, or we tend I mean, not to cannot relate. It's like uh, <laughs> it's gonna be so different, though. Like I'll probably have a half a day to myself. I'm just gonna walk around and eat everything I find. It's so sad because you want to eat everything you see and then you make it through like two things and you're full and you're mad because you're like, I want more, but I'm full. I'm just going to have to find a couple of people that look really nice and say, hey, let's go shopping. And then like we'll all buy a bunch of different stuff and then just share it. I know. It's my dream to go to food and wine or flower and garden with a group of like four or five other people who like to eat and are willing to split things like we we all make a plan like you order this you order this you order this so we all get to try different things we don't spend as much money and we end up satisfied yep absolutely like yeah. that's dream life there but i can't find like four or five other people who would want to participate <laughs> well you have one here so well, there we go now you only need like three or four more people <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a sign-up sheet on our website. You call me up anytime during Food and Wine Festival. I will be there for you. Just so make sure you can eat what you need to. Teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's cooperation. That's how I roll. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, are there any other honorable mentions in the other categories that you haven't talked about? Um. Yeah, beverages. Uh, you know, again, back to the beer. I love to go to the Rosen Crown Pub and get a black and tan. That's my go-to. That's like the last drink I like to drink when I leave Epcot for that trip. It's kind of like my going away, kiss goodnight, if you will. Uh, black love. and tan. You know, the stout and the and the other just kind of mixed together, which is really good. And uh, usually, I want a, you to try the Tipsy Ducks in Love this this next trip, so I can hear what you think. All right, Tipsy. Ducks in love. Got it. <laughs> Write it down. I am. I've got a list. You, I, you laugh. It makes me happy because you're like, ah, I like to wing it, except. Well, I do, but this time I'm going to try something different. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I'll change. Uh, but there's so much stuff I, I, you know, that people, especially you, so much stuff you recommend uh, that, you know, I just, I want to try it. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to go to my go-tos or just forget stuff or whatever experience this stuff so i know i have food fomo too <laughs> someone's talking about something over and over again i'm like well i gotta try it, gotta try it. yeah absolutely I can't um try it so yeah there's the rosen crown there's that um you know sometimes i like their like they have a fish and chips I like the fish and chips um okay but that I wouldn't be for like me that, one that, in disney springs better but i haven't had them in disney springs okay well if you go to disney springs and you're hankering have a hankering for fish and chips. It's very, very, very good. Yes, yeah. I, I'm kind of wanting to go to Disney Springs and, and like go to Flavor Town and have some chicken guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's a big thing around here. He's from our area, and that's like a big thing around here. Ch- uh, Flavor Town and Guy Fieri. And uh, so, I yeah. Joke. You guy. can get a, some Ghirardelli while you're down there, too. 
See, that's like I need a whole nother trip. I need like a trip for uh, a week trip per park just to eat. Like go oh. to Disney Springs for a few days so you can eat everything there. Go to Epcot for a few days so you can eat everything there. I love the food at Disney Springs. I mean, they have really stepped up their game. Yeah. We can definitely do a progressive dinner about that at some point. Have you eaten at any of the new restaurants there? Like Boathouse or anything like that yet? Yes. Yeah. Boathouse. The Edison, there's, there's come the Edison's in. a new one. I guess they just opened. Yeah. I, I walked through there, looked at some of what people were eating. I, I didn't have time to eat that night, but I wanted to go explore. Sure. Uh, it looks fun. It's a really cool atmosphere. I really loved Morimoto Asia. It's incredible. It's the coolest atmosphere in there. Huge towering ceilings, gorgeous light fixtures, really cool vibe, delicious food. Nice. Morimoto. He's got a place in Napa that I tried once. I The name escapes me, but uh, it was really, really good. He's just He's got good restaurants. Oh, yeah. How about you? Well, you got any, like, other big entrees that you'd want to eat? Or appetizers or anything like that? The filet was on my list. The filet, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure there are some others, but those were the ones that came to mind. I also adore Viennopolis pizza. I thought for sure you were going to bring up that. I love it. I've never had a bad pizza there. Knock on wood. Now I'm afraid I'll probably, you know, have a bad experience next time I go. But because some people say they have had bad experiences, but every time I've gone there, pizza has been perfect. The cr- I mean, every ratio is perfect. The crust is perfectly chewy. The sauce is so fresh. It's like good San Marzano tomatoes. So it's like acidic and it's not too sweet. And then they just load that awesome cheese on there and it comes out piping hot. And I can just tear it up. It's the it's the kind of pizza, it's the Neapolitan kind that you can just fold over. You can like roll up and eat it. <laughs> oh, nice. I love that. That's the perfect type. Fold it up and eat it. That's the best way to do it. Exactly. So I'm, just, I'm a pizza fan, big time. I'm a pizza stan, actually. You like the thin crust over thick crust, like a Chicago style, a deep dish? Oh, no, I love them all. You love them all. <laughs> I do love Chicago style pizza, which is in my mind, it's basically lasagna. It is right. It is I lasagna. Mean, it's a pie. Yes, oh, it's so good though. So you know, one slice and you're done for. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you to have all your food so I can see pics. I will and take a picture of all the food that I eat. I can't wait. Post them on our Instagram. I will. Okay, yeah, so I'll do that. Jelly. With your new fancy camera on your phone. With my new fancy Note 9 camera, I'm no longer an iPhone person. Which, I mean, it hurts my heart. <laughs> I, every time I send a text message to someone and then it shows up green, I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> How am I going to send paragraphs and bitmojis and all kinds of different effects. I will say it's very strange when you're texting with somebody and you can't see that they're typing. <laughs> I know. It's something that you do take for granted. It really like, is. Like, he, you know, maybe he read it now. Maybe it was three days ago. Who knows? Maybe never. Maybe I'm just ignoring you. I know. But you can at least see when someone's typing. <laughs> it, that's like when... 
you know, AOL Instant Messenger. For you remember sure. those back in oh, the day? Yeah. I had them all. I used to have a, an app that would run all of them. Like it would run Instant Messenger and MSN Messenger and Yahoo Messenger and IRC and all that stuff. Had, well, yeah. Do you remember chatting with people and like sweating bullets when you'd see they would type and then they stop typing and then they type again? And you think like, did I offend them? What did I do? Yeah. We're like, oh no, they're mad. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at STBarrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.